Welcome back to the Gym Podcast. Today we are going to get into the difference between confidence versus arrogance, which I actually think is more of a nuanced discussion uh, than most people think because a lot of people can look at confidence as kind of a negative thing, right? And and one of the reasons we wanted to tackle this is because we're talking about striving for greatness. We're yeah. talking about being the best that we can be. And just to jump right into it, the last five weeks have been about us building ourselves up to be the best we can be, to strive for greatness, to to set the workout habit, to set the relationship with God. And with that, the confidence should be rising. But how do we make sure we don't go too far? How do we make sure that we don't fall into uh, the terrible habits of, of arrogance and um, you know just getting a giant head about some of the things that we do? Well, because for guys specifically, this can be a pretty big struggle, right? You, you think yeah. about the five most arrogant people you know they're probably all guys, right? Yeah. That's a generalization, yeah. that, but typically this is something that guys struggle with a whole lot more than girls. And personally speaking, this has always been a struggle of mine is, is knowing where is the line that goes from, from confidence to arrogance. I've been called arrogant before. I have had my moments of arrogance. I know it's something that I continue to try to work on, but it's something that I know a lot of guys are asking and something a lot of guys struggle with is this, sure. They just have, they're arrogant and they're arrogant about their abilities. They're arrogant about um, the things that they can do, their knowledge, you name it. They're arrogant about it. And that's obviously not a good thing. The Bible talks about pride and and I think it was C.S. Lewis that talked about pride kind of being the root of all sins. Mm. And so it's, pride is not good. Right. The other side of the coin though, is this idea of confidence and, you know, culture, the reason we started this podcast, the Godly Young Men podcast, is because culture is kind of shouting men down, right? right. Trying to turn them into a bunch of weaklings. Yeah, and taking away anything of confidence. Exactly. We don't think that's a good thing either. For all you young men watching, don't be a weakling. Don't, don't be somebody who's wimpy. Don't be weak. Um, and so on the other side of that, though... The pendulum can the pendulum can sometimes swing way too far in the other right. direction. You see guys like uh, Andrew Tate, for mm. instance. I'm sure a lot of our watchers <laughs> are familiar with him. Not the most upstanding guy in the world, but he's made his living off of what? Kind of this brash, abrasive, jerk mentality that comes right. with masculinity. It's kind of a pendulum swing in the other direction. Yeah, absolutely. Being cocky or confident in all the or, or arrogant really in all of the wrong areas. He's arrogant in how many cars he owns and the women that he gets and and all of those things. How much that, money he makes. Yeah, all how much yeah. money he makes. That's not where we find our confidence uh, ultimately. But that's what the world sees. And so, you know, as, as guys start to get confident, they can easily see, they point to him and go, oh, you're going to be an Andrew Tate. Oh, you're going to sure. be one of those gym bros that, that, you know, just shows off his body all the time. Oh, that's going to be you. There's a, there's a huge spot in between for guys like us, I think, who can be confident. We don't have to be weaklings we don't have to be oh you know poor pitiful me and that's something you you talked about this being a struggle for you it's a struggle for me because growing up in hockey hockey is known as kind of a humble sport yeah like you score five goals you don't want your head down you keep your head down and when they ask you after the game you know wow you got five goals it's like well the boys are playing great tonight they you know fed me the puck that's kind of deflect yes always deflect and anytime you see a hockey player who doesn't you go that's kind of weird and that's what i grew up in and so i have kind of the, I don't know if it's false humility or whatever it is, and that's not good either. And we want to get into that later as well. Well, let me start with this question and I'll, rather than putting you on the spot, I'll answer it first sure. and get your thoughts because we're kind of going off of this assumption that confidence is a good thing. But that that's a question that we want to start out by asking. Is confidence a, a good question. thing? Because 
I don't know of anybody personally that would argue this, but I'm sure there are people out there that, that would say young men need to kind of stay away from confidence. And they'd probably argue that because it does tend to lead toward yeah. arrogance. But sure. in asking this question, is confidence a good thing? I think confidence is a great thing. In fact, yeah. that's one of the things that I, I really hope to instill in uh, my right now 14-month-old son, Jackson. He, he's got a lot of confidence right now. Um, <laughs> but, you know, as he gets older is to is to have confidence because sure. to me – there's nothing more annoying than being around a guy who just not just isn't confident, but is just completely in the other direction that mm-hmm. is insecure. Yes, right. Yes. And I know there there's arguments and you could probably get into this more with your therapy about the, the, the arguments that kind of everybody has some insecurities, but I'm sure all of you have been around the guy that just lets his insecure, wears his insecurities oh, yeah. on his sleeve, exudes no confidence whatsoever, is always kind of in his shell and just, I'll be honest. Maybe it's just me. I don't enjoy being around those types no. of people. No. It's frustrating, especially guys specifically, oh, yeah. guys that are not confident. And so that's something that I really hope. It's a great thing to be confident. It's something that I w- I'm going to encourage my son to be confident in. I, w- I encourage other guys to be confident in. Uh, that that would be one reason. What do you have to add? Yeah, no, I, I think that's where you get into the pseudoscience of alpha, beta, gamma, you know, sure. uh, the the males or um, what's the other one? The sigma male. And it's really about confidence. It's about hierarchy. It's about the guys that, and you see the guys that just aren't. And it's, yeah, it's a bummer to have a yeah. guy who's constantly fishing for compliments. To the other side of it, think about what do girls want? What do girls want? Yeah, is is confidence a, a good thing? Of course it's a good thing. Why? Because girls are attracted to confidence. Our, you know, one of the great things that God designed men for is to go out and get a woman and, and to, uh, to marry her and to have kids and to build a strong Christian family. That's one of the most beautiful things you can see. It's, it's a representation of so many things that are good. It's one of those traits that like is pretty much very high on every woman's list about what do they look oh, yeah. for in a man? Because guy, what woman nobody wants to put, marry nobody weekend? puts on their list. I really want an insecure guy. Exactly. You know what I mean? And what they'll say is I want a humble guy, which is true, but can we be humble and confident? Yes, you can. And, and if you are equating humility with a lack of confidence, that's wrong. It's not the same, yeah. No, it's insecurity is what that breeds. And so a woman looks at a guy who, oh, I, I just don't know. I don't know if I'm good at this. I don't know what I'm good at. I, I don't know that I have any skills. That's not appealing to anybody. Because the woman might feel like they constantly have to build him up. Yeah, like That's exactly. her job is to constantly build him up. Same thing like I was talking about with the guy friend group. If you're a confident guy and you're around somebody who's not confident, you kind of feel like it's your job to just kind of have to build yeah. them up over and you're over good, again. You're good, man. You're good. Like, how many times do I have to tell you you're good before you start believing it? But right. they're kind of, they need that affirmation. They need you yes. to tell them that. And sure, I'll try to help them. I'll be a friend. At the same time, yeah, it's a drag. It, it yeah. is to always have, it's to tough have to be somebody, around. Sure. Yeah, to, to drag somebody along. Um, and with, with the girls, they're attracted to that. So can we say confidence is a good thing? Yes. Absolutely. I, I think absolutely. The next question would be, how do you get it? How yeah. do you gain confidence? Because we do have a lot of young men who, look, if you're, if you're a big video game guy, you may have confidence that you're great at video games, but you may not have confidence with the girls. we got an episode coming up on that. Um, next week, actually. Next week. For Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day Day specifically. How to talk to Valentine's girls. Day special, yeah. That's right. Uh, so we got some things planned, that one and, and a few others, in, in terms of talking to people and social confidence and such. And but, again, not to cut you off, you can finish sure. uh, finish this line of thought thinking in a second. All of this in the context of being a godly young man. I don't yeah. want us to get lost. We're going to bring up some, right. some biblical things here in just a second. But yes, strive for greatness. Yes, ex- try to excel in everything that you do all within the context of giving glory to God and right. being godly young man, a godly young man, we believe that confidence very much can and should 
play into being a godly young man. It's not at the oh, expense time. of it. It's it, it plays into this this godly young man role that we want to fill. When you see Paul going out to these congregations, <laughs> when you see him uh, writing to, to Corinth, writing to Galatia, I do not get the sense that Paul is a wimpy man. Right. I do not get the sense that he lacks um, confidence in what he's yeah. doing. First off, yeah, he's he's got the Holy Spirit for sure, uh, and, and he's an apostle of God, but... I don't get the sense that Paul is wimpy in any sense of the word. That was great. God used a confident man, and even Peter, he's confident. John's, I mean, you see the New Testament. Peter's right? confidence them. gets him into trouble a few exactly. times in the New he Testament. May, he may go into the other side, and even Paul, I think, I used to think is was incredibly arrogant, but what I'm realizing now is... <laughs> imitate me. <laughs> yeah, imitate me as I'm like Christ. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> what? <laughs> right, right. But... Difference in context, you know, you start studying, yeah. and you realize Paul's just confident in what he knows, and that's really great. So as you're talking, yeah, as as men of God, as we're try, trying to be men of God, this is what makes great leaders. Do you really want a president who gets into office and goes, well, I have no idea what I'm doing? Yeah, uh, what do you, you think? Know, I don't what know. Do you yeah. Should you, how about you take the lead? No, you want somebody who goes, I know exactly because, what I'm doing, and I'm taking a step in the direction. Because, and then let's get to the question of how do you gain it? Sure. Why? Why this is so important for godly young men is because to lead a family, what do you mm, need to have? That's right. You better have some confidence right. to lead your children, to lead your wife, to be the man that God designed you to be. You can't do that job as effectively right. if you're a wimp, if you're a weakling, if you're somebody who's just not very confident. It's it's the guys that are confident that lead their family the way they're supposed to. And if to. your wife constantly, as we as we reference, if she constantly has to pick you up, right? She constantly if has she's to the make rock you feel of the better, family. Yeah, she's the rock. You always go to her to to help you feel like you're a man. That's not her that job. ain't great. That yeah. ain't that ain't great. That's not her job. And that tells me she wears the pants in the family. Right. That upsets the hierarchy. It upsets the the very understanding of what God wanted in the family. We need strong males who are willing to take that role gladly. So if you're watching this and you're not married, this is where, and, and maybe you're watching it going, well, I'm not that confident. That's the need for this episode. Yeah, That's sorry. why we want to start now, basically, with this idea of, of confidence. So let's get to that question, Joe. Sure. How do you gain confidence? If you're somebody who's watching this that maybe struggles with insecurities, maybe has no confidence uh, in any realm or aspect of their life. What would be some steps? I don't know if that's the right way to put it, but how do you gain confidence? I'll leave it at that. First and foremost, I think you have to stop caring what people think about yeah. really about you in general, other than God and maybe those you, you love. Stop caring what, what unimportant people think. Yes. Yeah. And my dad used to tell me like, if, if people, if you only knew how little people thought of you, how, and not little in terms of how bad people, but in terms of, how much time people spent, you would, it would matter like very little to you. But we can spend so much time getting in our own heads, and it drops our confidence. What if they think I'm weird? What if they think I'm this? People don't care. Yeah, people in their own I was heads. talking to somebody the other day about they they don't go to the gym very much, and they're like, man, I just feel like everybody's looking at me. And I told them, nobody's watching. Nobody <laughs> cares. They're there to work out. They're not watching you going, huh? Look at look at that person. They're you know sure. what I mean. But it's yeah, that yeah, mindset yeah. of, man, what are people looking at me? Stop caring about that kind right. of stuff. And if you go to the gym and everybody's looking. Big so deal. What? Yeah. So what? If they are, well, what if they think I look stupid? And that means what? Okay, some, some, you know, some person that you'll never there. meet. That's yeah. right. That you'll never meet. You don't care about them. You don't agree with them on anything else. But hey, they think you're dumb. That we have to get out of the mindset of what other people think 
especially unimportant people in your life, what they think matters to me. You brought up an important point, though, about we do need to care what God thinks, for right. sure. It's not this this mindset of, again, kind of the Andrew Tate, I don't care what anybody thinks, yeah. right? Just forget everybody. You obviously need to care what God thinks yeah. because we're trying to be godly young men. And you need to care what your family and the people that you love, you know, the, your brothers and sisters in Christ. It's not as if you need to go through life going, well, let me just tick off as many people as I can and just completely disregard other people's feelings. That's not it. But I think so many times young men can get so focused on, again, kind of the unimportant people. Yep. They kind of push aside maybe their family, push aside those they love. They just really want to impress social media followers or yep. people that they interact with, you know, on a very surface, shallow level. Man, don't care about those people. Care about the people that matter. Is that not all social media? Though? Exactly. That's, that's your really... Facebook friends or Instagram exactly. followers. Twitter right? followers, your TikTok followers. I don't even know what they call them on TikTok. I'm not on TikTok. Right. Uh, but the the people that are seeing your content, wow, they think I'm great. And they, they'll think you're terrible tomorrow. Okay. So it's, right. it's fickle. What about what God thinks? That is, God is never changing. God is not going to turn his back on you. And if he's proud of you, then he's proud of you. Right. What do we see at, at Jesus' baptism? This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. There's a certain level of pride that God has for Jesus as he's looking down. I think he has that for us as his, as his sons, um, you know, sons of God. He cares about us. He shows confidence in us. Yeah. He has confidence that we can go out and do it because he created us. He knows what we're capable of doing. That's what matters. And if we're out there living however we want, we go, man, I don't know that God would like this. Yeah, you're probably right. right. Now, everybody else might, but who cares really what that matter, what, what that says? So once you start there and you, and you worry about what God thinks and you worry about you know, what your family thinks and, and are you presenting Christ in a good way, stop there. Basically, like again, for trying to keep track, our, our first point here on how to gain confidence is stop caring about what all these unimportant people yeah. think. Just stop... It's, it's not that big a deal. Just don't worry right. about it. The second thing that I'll, I'll get into here on how to gain confidence would be, I would say, something I would say would be, man, go out and, and do something that you know you can be proud of. This gets, mm. this gets into a little bit of our strive for greatness yeah. kind of idea. That's the, kind of the generic thing about, man, go out and do something that you know you can be proud of. Go on the spiritual end. Go write a sermon. Go yeah. go read through the New Testament in a month. Go right. do something that you can look back on and not to, again, we're going to get to arrogance in a second, but not to be arrogant and boastful, look how great yeah. I am, but that you can look at that, man, that was an accomplishment. Yeah. That's something that I did that was great. And maybe more on the secular end, learn an instrument, master a sport. I'm go build still something. trying to master golf and it is going very poorly. <laughs> I was going to say, I think you and I will both be there for a couple of decades. <laughs> but it's that, exactly. But it's that idea, right, of go do something you know that you can That's be right. proud of. Man, that, that can instill some confidence. What did God do? And as, as he builds, you know, six days of creation, he rests on the seventh. What does he say after each? This is good, right? Yeah. He's, there's that confidence like, I know it was good. I made it. Yeah. It's, it's great. It was very good when he made man. That's what we want to do is we want to have something like that where we, we build it, we do it, we create it, we make it. And we go out there and we say, that's good. And I can have confidence in my ability to do it. And the more that we do that... I, I get sucked into these videos on, on Facebook or whatever it is of these <laughs> like super fast workers who are just very efficient. They're great at their jobs. You know, the window washing guys or whatever it is. Yeah. It just makes my heart glad. It's but they've mastered thing. it. But they mastered it. And you go, whoa. Yeah. Now, did they do that the first time? No. Did they do it the second? No. That's probably the 10,000th time right. they've done that. But it's incredible to watch because they're good at their craft. Now, if somebody comes up to them and goes, how do you do that? I, I just, I really don't know. 
I mean, it's like be confident. You're right, incredible. Right. I, I want to know no, how I, to do. I that. don't know. You could do just just as good a job as I could. Like exactly. no, you could. Oh, doesn't yeah. doesn't take that much. Like no, it probably does. Right. So be willing to say. And so yeah, part of that is go out, challenge yourself. The key part of what you of what you said is make sure that you're challenging you. It has to be something that you see as a challenge and that you can build confidence in and that you care about because if it's for somebody else or if it if it's um, you know, as we're building this confidence and you're just really hoping that that girl's going to see. You're yeah. really hoping your parents are going to be proud of you. And then your parents are like, I'm sorry, you did what? Mom, mom, dad, I cleaned the entire garage. Like, oh yeah, thanks honey. All right, cool. And you go, oh, I'm not going to do that again. It can't be about somebody you else. You did it for them. You, right, you did them. it for them because they didn't show the appropriate amount of appreciation or pride or whatever it is in you. Uh, you lose confidence. Yeah. And, and not only do you lose confidence, you grow bitter and you go, well, I'm, not, I'm never going to do that again. If you do it for you because you go, I think I can get there. I think I can I, I think I can climb that peak. Yep. I think I can climb that mountain. You go, cool. Well, let's do it. And you go do it. And then when that's accomplished, the feeling that you get ought to boost your confidence, ought to boost the pride that you have in yourself. I want you to get into the last one that we have here here in just sure. a second uh, as far as how to gain confidence. But I key, I want to go back to the apostles for just a second. And, and you think about the New Testament. You know, we, we don't have a verse for you that says, yes, this is how you how you become confident or, you know, this is what turns confidence into arrogance. But the principles of it that you already spoke of with the apostles, you think about Peter denying Christ, mm. cursing, looking over and seeing Jesus. Yeah. What do you think his confidence level was at at that point after, Oof. you know what, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But what he did to bring himself up back out of that to be able to preach the first gospel sermon, you think he had nerves? You think he was intent? Well, he probably the Holy Spirit was a pretty big factor there. So I don't know about the nerves part, but you know what I mean? Like he was at a very low point in his life, yeah. brought himself back up. Same thing with Paul, spent his life persecuting Christians and had a wake a three day wake up call that was like, wow. That's right. And you know what I mean? Obviously, again, spirit, spirit was at work and in, 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 at play there as well. But you see what I'm getting at? Oh, the, yeah. the fact that. It can be so easy in our culture today to kind of wallow in our self-pity and wallow in our insecurities yeah. and lack of self-confidence. Man, Peter very easily could have done that. He didn't. That's right. And so that's what we're talking about, these biblical precepts of pushing through it. And again, striving for greatness, yeah. not to keep beating that dead horse, but to continue to have that confidence. But get us into the last one about kind of how to gain confidence. Yeah, so in my private uh, practice with, with my clients, uh, therapy practice, it's interesting when you ask people, I always ask them if they're really struggling with self-confidence, I say, well, scale of one to 10, where's your self-confidence? Oh man, it's probably at a three. I said, I always say that I ask them two questions to that. I say, first off, what would it take to get to maybe a four? Everybody wants to jump to a 10. You're nowhere close to a 10. Sure. You're not jumping to a 10. And if you can jump that fast, you'll lose it that fast. What'll it take to get to a four? That's a little bit of what we hit on of, okay, push yourself, right? Yeah. I would need this. But the, the second question I ask is, why do you think it's only a three? What's holding you back? What keeps you? Kind of like, why is your confidence that low? That's right. Yeah. Why is it that low? You you need to, especially if, if you're struggling in confidence, you're struggling to, to really feel like um, you're important in the least. Why? What's keeping yeah. you there? We have to know. So I would say, I'd actually tell our, our listeners or watchers, one to 10, where's your self-confidence? Self-diagnose. Yeah, self-diagnose. And say, all right, I'm at a three. Well, why are you at a three? Why is it only a three? Why not Why not more? What's keeping you at a three? And what would it take to get to, the, to that four? What that's that's so simple. It's, it's, it's so simple. It's a matter of like diagnosing the problem. Or like, you know you have a problem, but until you actually diagnose it, right. you don't know why you're there. You'd be shocked how many people come up with amazing things on their yeah, own. Yeah, sure. Because it's just framed in a way that's like, 
Yeah. Well, first off, it's admitting we have a problem. Yep. It's kind of the first step of any 12-step program, right? Is you got to admit you have a problem. You admit, my confidence is not at a 10. Yeah. I'd like to think that it is. It's not. Yeah. My confidence is at a 5. or Even if it's at a 6, that's great. But what would it take to get a little more? And when you incrementally do it, they go, well, I guess I can... You know, I guess I could probably uh, go on that diet this week and right. really push that. And you go, wow, that's great. And they move up. You have to know why you're where you're at, though. That's yeah. such a key point to gaining confidence because if there's something that's a real drain on your confidence that you're not taking care of, um, for instance, porn addiction. Sure. That drains people's confidence big time because it's it's a, they can't look people in the eyes. There's a lot of shame. There's things like yeah. that. If you're struggling with shame, that erodes confidence. And when we say, well, you just go out and conquer that mountain, you go, okay, great. Now what? I still yeah. am full of shame. We have to figure out what is it keeping us from feeling confident and take care of that as well. I think that's great. And obviously we could have put a lot more answers on there, sure. but those are kind of some starting points sure. about how to gain confidence. Let's switch gears yeah. and let's talk about arrogance because again, that's what we're talking confidence versus arrogance. So I guess kind of our overall question here is at what point does confidence turn into arrogance mm. because again we have a, we yep. have established the case that confidence is a good thing that's right it's something young men should strive for if they don't have it look for it at the same time it can be so easy for it to turn into arrogance it can be so easy to have somebody who's incredibly confident and it just bleeds all the way over into arrogance and so right. again question being at what point does confidence turn into arrogance and i'll answer i'll give you kind of my portion and then let you go sure. um, before we kind of get into some practical do's and don'ts to wrap up for me, when I think about this question, a lot of it comes down to, is your confidence inward facing or outward facing? Yeah. And by the, you kind of already hit on it earlier. What I mean by that is when you're, is your confidence more so for what makes you, how, how you feel and how you think about yourself? Or is right. it more, I want everybody else to think this mm. about me, right? Do you want to do really good at your job and, and make a lot of money because you want to provide for your family and because you want to, you know, feel that sense of accomplishment or so that you can look at everybody else and go, man, I make more money than them. That's right. I have a better status than them. I have a better job than them. Look at me. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's a very outward facing mentality. And I think whether it be anything, the way you look, or and maybe you can get into some of those the moment it becomes outward facing and worry about what everybody else thinks rather than are you doing this for you or are you doing this for God's glory, that's when it can mm. really, you can go down the slippery slope of arrogance. Right. Interestingly, I think arrogance comes from the same place that insecurity comes, or that, that um, no confidence comes from, which is insecurity. Sure. Like, if I need other people, I'm so concerned about what people think about me, I have no confidence. Or I'm so concerned what people think about me, I have to project that I have confidence. Yeah. Arrogance is a projection of that. So when I strut into the room and I go, I'm the greatest. Mr. Big Stuff, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Big Stuff. Who am I trying to impress there? Who am I trying to please? And why do I have to let everybody know I'm the greatest? Because I don't believe it myself, but if I can get you to believe it, it makes it so. You think about sports and sports examples. There are a lot of showboat players that are really mm -hmm. good, but you'll typically see the best players. You pick your sport, NFL, right. NBA, uh, not not as sure about NHL, but you pick your, your of the major sports who are the best players out there? Is it the guys that are strutting, telling everybody how great they are and look at me and celebrating? Is usually the guys that show up, do their job. Right. Yeah, they'll get energized and excited, but they're not going around to every press conference going, right. I'm the best there ever will. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's the guys that that are that are typically out there boastful that it's yeah. like, okay, yeah, you're having to say that because you don't actually believe it. Exactly. And you know that nobody else believes that's it. That's exactly it. You're you're compensating. You're overcompensating. Overcompensating, that's right. And Arrogance is very much rooted in that. I think that's great. I mean, some of the th points we had on the outline go back to the same thing of, you know, when you're working to excel in your academics or whatever it is, you can turn to, or, or even making money, you can turn that into an obsession about, as you referenced, 
I'm smarter. Being better than I'm, everybody I'm else. Better. Yeah. I'm richer. I'm this. I'm that. So what? Yeah. Again, if it goes back to the, if you swing the pendulum to the other side and you say, okay, I lack confidence because I worry about what people think. So what? What people think. If you swing to the other side and you're arrogant and you're constantly trying to get people to think, sir. So what? Yeah. So what? It really doesn't matter. People on both ends of the spectrum, they they may love you, they may hate you. That doesn't matter. What does God think of you? Confidence is rooted in, I'm I'm okay with God. And we see this with somebody like David, with somebody like Paul. Imitate me as I'm like Christ. David calls himself righteous multiple times. There's a confidence in that, a confidence in themselves that I stand before God justified and righteous. Well, you can. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I that's that's the key, and not having to worry about. David's not trying to convince everybody else yeah. he's righteous. Yeah. He's resting in the fact he knows between him and God that he is. I'm glad you brought that up because we can do that not just in our jobs and our money making right. and all that. We can do that in our spiritual life, right? Absolutely. You look down at other people and, and it, you, you work to excel in your relationship and your Bible knowledge can very easily turn into, man, I'm a whole lot better than that person. Yeah. I study my Bible. I've got way more Bible knowledge than that person. I'm a way better preacher than that person. Yeah. You fill in the blank, right? That is not good. That's something that we need to be very careful of as godly young men striving for greatness and striving to better our relationship with God. Don't turn it into a, I just really want to be better than that person. Right. And as long as I'm better than that person, I'm no, you're doing it for God. Right. And so th- that would be the other thing that I would add. Apply it to any of these things though. Yep. So, so what is arrogance? Let's get back to that. What, you know, what's the difference? Where, where do we fall? And to distill it all, honestly, I think when you need the approval of somebody else, yeah. When you want, like, it, yeah, you crave it, but you also need Or them for when something. that's the purpose of you doing it. Yes, yeah. exactly. I need them to believe that I'm great. I need them to believe X, Y, or Z. Um, then we start projecting. Then we start right. boasting. Then we start, we, we, you don't need them to believe any certain thing, right? right? That's where arrogance really, I think confidence goes to arrogance. I can walk into a room and be confident that I am the whatever. Um, you know, I'm the smartest one in the room. Not likely. But... I could walk into a room and be confident that that's the case. Do I need to let everybody else know that? No. I know it within myself. I'm confident sure, that, yeah. that that's the case. And if somebody wants to challenge me, I'll let them know what I know. What does it matter if they all think that I'm super smart? Yep. Really, what does it matter? It matters to me that, and, and, and if we have it in ourselves, then it's not a threat when somebody smarter comes into the room. Exactly. If exactly. I'm boasting about how smart I am and then another guy who's just like Mensa level smart, I mean just incredibly smart, Walks in, all of a sudden I'm insecure. I'm no longer the smart one. Yeah, that's, that's who <laughs> yeah. I am. That's my that's my identity. I'm the smart one, and I had to let everybody know I'm the smart one. Now I'm no longer. Who am I now? Yeah. We have an identity crisis because we have been boasting about who we are. No, confidently, quietly, know that you're smart and leave it at that. Right. That guy can be smart too. He may be smarter than you. You may have some things to learn. Cool. Right. That's all right. We can we can be confident in what we know while being humble enough to accept what we don't know. Right. So I want to get us into the last section, which is do's and don'ts. Sure. Just, just some quick do's and don'ts. Uh, we have a, a few for each, and some things we've been talking obviously about. We don't want to be cocky. We don't we don't want to be arrogant. We definitely want to be confident. But this is the breakdown, the distillation. The practical, if, if, sure. Yeah, the practical. If you get anything out of this, get this part. So I'm going to let you lead us. Yeah, the first thing I would say is don't have fake humility. Mm-hmm. Um, fake humility is, is something, it's kind of the idea that when you do a good job on something and somebody comes up and tells you that, yeah. you kind of go, no, no, you know, kind of you deflect it again. You right. rush it aside. No, I'm, I'm really not that great. Listen, that that's not the best way to go about it. Right. <laughs> We're not saying don't have humility and don't be humble, but... Again, it, there's nothing more annoying than that person, right? That you know that they're not actually being humble. They just think it's the right thing to say. And so that, you know, no, it, it's okay to say, 
thank you very much. I yeah, worked hard exactly, on it. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm using thinking of example of you presenting a sermon, right? Nothing wrong with you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Worked hard on it. I'm glad you enjoyed it as opposed to it really wasn't that great. No, I'm, I'm really not that great of a speaker. Right. No, the fake humility. Got lucky. Thing, yeah. Right. Yeah. That fake humility is just not something that is very becoming of a young man, no. I would say. Um, and so if you're going to be humble, find other ways to manifest it. I'll give yeah. one more and then I'll turn it over yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah. Don't be the person. So that, that'd be one don't. The, the other don't would be don't be the one up guy. Oh, Everybody yep. watching yep. this has been around somebody who is a one up oh, guy. Man. Maybe you're a one up guy. I hope not. But, it, you know, it's the guy when somebody's telling a story or telling about something that they did. There's always that guy that's like has to one up them somehow and say, Oh, well, but you, check this out. You yeah. got up at 6 a.m. and worked out. I got up at 5.45 and worked out. That's right. You know what I mean? You worked out for 30 minutes. I worked out for 35 minutes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. somebody telling about a cool place they went and visited. I went to Hawaii. Dude, that's nothing. I went to Alaska. You know yeah. what I mean? Don't be that person. That's not the type of confidence we're talking about. About oh, you always, And again, that goes to the arrogance of always kind of doing it for other people's validation. Yeah. Man, don't be the one-up guy that always right. makes the conversation about how much better you are than everybody else because you, again, you one-up everybody all the time. Uh, that's such a good point. There's nothing worse than you are really proud of a story that you have or whatever else, and then some guy comes in. And Three seconds your, in, yeah. Cuts your knees out. Oh, but that's nothing. Oh, thanks, man. I guess that's nothing. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I'll make sure to never say anything else around you. So I think those are great do- don'ts. Another don't that I would say is don't be the person that always um, talks about yourself. Yeah, that's a big one. Man, where you turn every... And I've noticed, I've been here myself before, where you notice that all conversations kind of come back around to something that relates to you. Yeah. Be- and what this shows is you're actually not confident in what you don't know. That's what one, of the, one of the things I said is... If everything always comes back to something that you know because you're out of your depth in other areas, that tells me you struggle to learn. You struggle to to just accept. Man, I'm swimming. I have no idea. I used to talk. I'm to, out of my depth here. Yeah, that's right. I used to talk to some guys that were very knowledgeable in science. I'm an idiot when it comes to science. I know nothing. Um, you know, barely passed chemistry. I like biology. That's about where I stopped. Sure. Any any science beyond that, not good. And I talk to these guys, and they're just brainiacs and know everything about it. Adopt a curious approach. Yeah, I think that's, that's so good. important to adopt a curiosity when it comes to that. Don't you be don't you don't always have to have the smartest thing to say Correct. or the most intelligent yeah. sounding thing to Where say. Where it always comes back to you and what you know. And but there's this one time and you know I've yeah that's kind of like what I do or or no be yeah. willing to say I I know nothing about that. That's very interesting. Tell me a little more. That's the humility side and something I right. I forgot to bring up earlier is that. You talk about Peter and Paul. Jesus was incredibly meek. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, Blessed are the blessed are the meek, for right. they for they shall inherit the earth. Jesus had this this attitude of humility and this attitude of meekness. He also wasn't a wimp. Yeah. He wasn't a weakling. And so Jesus is the man's man, the man that we're trying to be like in the Godly Young Men podcast, the man that we're looking to. So as you study right. the gospels, look to be like Jesus. Jesus was was very confident when he was in the temp- temple flipping tables. That's right. He Jesus was, was very confident when he was looking around condemning the Pharisees, saying, You're worse than a whitewashed tomb. But he was also meek. And at twelve, what do they do? He's he's yeah. you know, they leave him behind. He comes back to the temple and he says, I'm basically I'm doing my father's work. Yeah, I'm doing I, what I'm know, supposed to be doing. doing. What are you doing? doing. Like, yeah. yeah, when they come to find him and, and this is where I am. He knew what he was about. Exactly. That's confidence right there, all the way back to twelve and he grew in stature and we see that in Luke two and so that gets us into some of the do's. We, yes, we just exactly. gave you three don'ts. Exactly. I'll give the first do and then and sure. then give it to you for the last one. I would say do recognize what you're good at 
and then don't shy away from that. Mm. Again, it's kind of the fake humility thing. Don't don't try to deflect and and say that you're not good at. No, recognize what you're good at. Yeah. And and again, own it. Yeah, own it. There's nothing wrong with that, yeah. right? I mean, I you would say that you are. I don't want to speak for you. There are certain things that you would say you're very good at, and and for you to say that, it's not arrogant. It's it's right. it's confidence. Same thing with me. I'm sure you have something. Don't shy away from that. Don't try to act like, man, you're just a untalented person that doesn't do anything well, doesn't do anything right. Don't do that. Right. Recognize what you're good at, and 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 don't or and don't shy away from it. Own it. Would be the first thing that I would. Yeah. Say. No, I think that's great. Second one I would say is do find areas to excel and grow. Yeah, it's part of the humility is recognizing what I don't know, but have the confidence in yourself. Have confidence in things like again curiosity. I'm confident that I'm somebody who can learn. Yeah. Instead of I'm confident in what I already know. Okay, that's good. Be confident in that, but also be confident in I'm somebody who really likes to learn. I'm 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 confident in my curiosity, my spark for creativity, whatever it is, because that's going to push you through. I'm confident in something that won't change. If you're confident again in I'm the smartest guy in the room and somebody else walks in, you got a complex. If you're confident in I just love to learn, somebody else walks into the room that's smarter, you go, "Man, let me go learn from him. That's great." Yeah. So have confidence in that. Find areas where you can excel, where you are good at something. You may be good at, I don't know, woodworking. You may be good at a certain sport. Hockey was my sport. I was I was good at hockey. Um, was I the best? By no means. Was I good? Yeah, I can confidently say I was good. Do I need to project that to others? Right. No, no. But at the same time, find areas where you can excel. Find areas that you're already good. Grow in those areas. Find areas you're not and grow. I'm going to add one more to the end, yeah. which is... Do find your confidence in God. We've talked about that, and I Absolutely. wanted to give a little more on that. When we say find your confidence in God, like that sounds really spiritual. That sounds really good. What does that tangibly right. look like? And I'm curious if you, I have some thoughts on it. I don't want to put you on the spot. This wasn't necessarily on the outline. But what are your, when, when you hear the phrase, find your confidence in God, what comes to mind for you? Very quickly, I'll say and briefly give it back to you. What I would say is recognize the value that God sees in you mm. recognize the fact that God saw you as worthy enough to send his son to die for you. That's right. That's a pretty good reason to be confident, yeah. right? Not to be arrogant, but to say, man, God thinks that about me, That's the right. all powerful, almighty, all knowing God cares enough about me to send his son so that I That's could right. live with him forever so that I could have a relationship with him pretty confidence-boosting thing. Um, and so I don't know if that's what you're going for, but that's where my mind first that's went. That's exactly is, what I was thinking. Yeah. You can't drop in value in God's eyes. You literally can't drop because he saw you as valuable enough for him to send Christ in the depths of your sin. Read Romans 5 and come away with anything other than confidence. You think about how a lot of guys, if they could pick a celebrity to be friends with, right? It'd be a big sports icon or maybe a big actor or YouTuber or whatever. Not that God is our friend. Don't get me wrong, right. but hey, you get to have a relationship with God. That's, That's right. pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. That kind of trumps everything else. And he wants else. a relationship with you. Exactly. And he paved the way for you to go, hey, I really want to know you, and here's how you can get to know me. Like, what? Right. The almighty God of the universe? There's a confidence, a level of confidence in that, that no matter how far you've fallen, no matter how much you've done, no matter how goofy you are, how many dumb things you've done, how many sins you've you committed, God loves you. He's there God for wants you, you, and he yeah. always sees you as valuable so that's the last well and that by itself is a reason to have confidence and so if you're watching as we wrap up as you're watching this have confidence for reasons like what we just talked about have confidence in the things that you're good at don't let it turn into arrogance because it very easily can next week stay tuned february 14th going to be dropping on valentine's day we're going to talk about how to talk to girls we're going to get very into the practical of you know culture has really perverted the male female relationship 
us as young men need to know how do we treat sisters in Christ? How do we right. treat them maybe before we're ready for marriage, maybe when we're ready for marriage? Um, kind of this idea of, you know, man, I don't even know how to talk to girls. It kind of goes into this confidence thing. So yeah. that's going to be a really fun episode. As always, drop a comment, drop a question. Let's if you know. have something that you think we left out of this episode, comment on YouTube. If you're a Facebook user, comment on there. Um, but other than that, unless you have anything else to yeah. wrap us up with, we thank you very much for joining us for episode six of the Godly Young Men podcast. Yeah.